Chapter 37 of Genesis, beginning the last cycle of Toledot, what I'd call Yosef's cycle, although it's going to open up claiming to be Yaakov's. Here we go. Yaakov settled in the land of his father's sojournings in the land of Canaan. These are the begettings of Yaakov. Yosef, 17 years old, used to tend the sheep along with his brothers, for he was a serving lad with the sons of Bilhah and the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Yosef brought a report of them, an ill one, to their father. Now Israel loved Yosef above all his sons, for he was a son of old age to him. So he made him an ornamented coat. When his brothers saw that it was he whom their father loved above all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak to him in peace. Yosef dreamt a dream and told it to his brothers. From then on they hated him still more. He said to them, Pray, hear this dream that I have dreamt. Here we were binding sheaf bundles out in the field. And here my sheaf arose, and it was standing upright. And here your sheaves were circling round and bowing down to my sheaf. His brothers said to him, Would you be king, yes, king, over us? Or would you really rule, yes, rule, us? From then on they hated him all the more, for his dreams, for his words. But he dreamt still another dream, and recounted it to his brothers. He said, Here I have dreamt still another dream. Here the sun and the moon and eleven stars were bowing down to me. When he recounted it to his father and his brothers, his father rebuked him and said to him, What kind of dream is this that you have dreamt? Shall we come, yes, come, I, your mother and your brothers, to bow down to you to the ground? His brothers envied him while his father kept the matter in mind. His brothers went to tend their father's sheep in Shechem. Israel said to Yosef, Are not your brothers tending sheep in Shechem? Come, I will send you to them. He said to him, Here I am. And he said to him, Come, pray, look into the well-being of your brothers and into the well-being of the sheep, and bring me back word. So he sent him out from the valley of Hebron, and he came to Shechem, and a man came upon him. Here he was roaming in the field. The man asked him, saying, What do you seek? He said, I seek my brothers. Pray tell me where they are tending sheep. The man said, They have moved on from here. Indeed, I heard them say, Let us go to Dotan. Yosef went after his brothers and came upon them in Dotan. They saw him from afar, and before he had gotten near them, they plotted cunningly against him to cause his death. They said, each man to his brother, Here comes that dreamer. So now, come, let us kill him, and cast him into one of these pits, and say, 
an ill-tempered beast has devoured him. Then we will see what becomes of his dreams. When Reuben heard it, he tried to rescue it from their hand. He said, Let us not take his life. And Reuben said to them, Do not shed blood. Cast him into this pit that is in the wilderness, but do not lay a hand upon him, in order that he might save him from their hand to return him to his father. So it was, when Yosef came to his brothers, that they stripped Yosef of his coat, the ornamented coat that he had on. And they took him and cast him into the pit. Now the pit was empty, no water in it. And they sat down to eat bread. They lifted up their eyes and saw there was a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead, and their camels carrying balm, balsam, laudanum, traveling to take them down to Egypt. Yehuda said to his brothers, What gain is there if we kill our brother and cover up his blood? Come. Let us sell him to the Ishmaelites. But let not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother, our flesh, and his brothers listen to him. Meanwhile, some Midianite men, merchants, passed by, and they hauled up Yosef from the pit and sold Yosef to the Ishmaelites for twenty pieces of silver, and they brought Yosef to Egypt. When Reuben returned to the pit, here, Yosef was no more in the pit. He rent his garments and returned to his brothers and said, The child is no more, and I, where where am I to go? But they took Yosef's coat, they slew an airy goat, they dipped the coat in blood, they had the ornamented coat sent out, and had it brought to their father, and said, We found this. Pray recognize whether it is your son's coat or not. He recognized it and said, My son's coat. An ill-tempered beast has devoured him. Yosef is torn, torn to peaches. Yaakov rent his clothes. He put sackcloth on his loins and mourned his son for many days. All his sons and daughters arose to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. He said, No, I will go down to my son in mourning to Sheol. Thus his father wept for him. Meanwhile, the Midianites had sold him into Egypt to Potiphar, Pharaoh's court official, chief of the palace guard. So ends chapter 37. Genesis chapter 37. Selling out Joseph. So welcome to Joseph's cycle of stories, like a novella in a different kind of book. The Yahwist voice dominates here, though the Yellowist adds some apologetic bits and some duplicates. Salvaging Reuben's reputation, he talks the others out of outright fratricide. Judah is even less bad proposing that they sell Joseph to the Ishmaelites, the Midianites, our cousins, rather than outright killing him. 
Here is the familiar story of the many-colored coat of Joseph, his interpretation of dreams, his brother's betrayals. The Midianite traders haul Joseph off to Egypt. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, eh? Imagine this in terms of the tension between the heartland of Judah and Jerusalem and the hinterland of the other ten tribes of Israel. Imagine this as another etiological legend of where we come from, not only from the east, but also from the south and west, like Canadians not only from Europe, but also from Africa and Asia.